Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Given Illustrative, and this is I Am Live. Um, and joining me tonight is Evelyn Branford, who is a worshiper, preacher, and gospel songwriter born to a British father and Ghanaian British mother. This is going to be a very, very interesting one. I love, I feel like I can say you have, uh, Evelyn, diversity within yourself, right? You do, you're not one of those who, I mean, in terms of your story, your nationality, your race, you are diversity. That's correct, Given. Thank you for having me. Uh, saying hello to all your listeners. Thank you indeed. Yes, yes. Awesome. I'm a, welcome, a welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so in speaking of, uh, like, uh, just looking at uh, the fact that you have a lot of diversity within you. So you are a worshiper, a preacher, a gospel songwriter. Like, the, the, those are a lot of different hats to wear, although the good thing about it is that I could see, I can see where the common thread is. Um, so what I want to know is which one of these hats would you say you identify with most? <laughs> That's so difficult. That's very difficult. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, being a worshiper is, is something that runs very, very deep, uh, even going all the way back to my teens. So even though I enjoy all of them, yeah. uh, but being a worshiper, being a vessel, uh, you know, an availed vessel for God to use in that arena. Um, it's very humbling. I see. I see. I understand. That's that's a very good perspective to have. So regardless of what role you play, ultimately you see yourself as a, a servant, a vessel. Absolutely, because I think that's what we are. We are all called to serve. And and we served from uh, we serve from different perspectives, you know. Yeah, our, you know. So we all play different roles, and and even though it loops us back into all of us being worshippers, because that's that's our essence. That's that's why we're created. We're created to serve God, and so um, our lifestyles and everything we do must depict that. Um, it's just that we, in my case, mm -hmm. uh, the worshiper often gets looked at as someone who sings, but, but uh, our um, ultimate purpose is to worship. So, so we don't limit worship just to singing. You know, it's a lifestyle. I see. I see. Day. Yeah, that, that's actually, it's, it's interesting because um, you have quite a different perspective as to the idea of being a musician. Usually when I interview musicians, um, it's almost all about the music. Whereas mm. uh, for you, it's, it's, it's about the music, but more also about the servitude, uh, being able That's to correct. serve in Christ. Yeah. Um, so when did you start in terms of being a songwriter? Did you discover as a, once you've, you'd be, actually, you know what, I, I, I should be focusing more on you as a songwriter, but I'm very interested in what your um, role, how do you see your role as a worshiper? Like, I'm, I'm very intrigued by that. What, what would you say is your role as a worshiper? Well, as I mentioned, um, we, we, we are all created to worship. And so, I, I oftentimes say we shouldn't limit worship to just music, 
you know it, it yeah. should be a way, a way of life and so we are called to be worshipers it's just that some people have the special ability to to write and to compose and to produce uh and also to bring the word of god uh into life through music uh, to translate it in the most simplest form so that uh you know the world at large can can also understand uh, who God is, but um, our true essence is is to to worship, you know. Yeah. And personally, I believe that um, my role, and to come back to your question, my role is to produce uh, worship and praise songs that reflect uh, a life and a posture of daily submission to the Holy Spirit, uh, who is the third God here with us. After Christ left, he left us with the Holy Spirit. And so if I can avail myself of God to use uh, to produce uh, songs that would remind uh, the body of Christ and even people outside the body uh, mm. to know who God is and to bring them into daily submission to the Holy Spirit, then my job would, would be uh, done. Oh, my goodness. That is incredible. That is incredible. Uh, which of these uh, roles would you say came first? Uh, a worshiper, I would say. Oh, okay, because, okay, because okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> right. <laughs> as, uh, it started as uh, when I was a young kid, I was a teenager. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I say it came by default because I it was not my forte. I just somehow, some way, somehow got thrown into it and um, not knowing it was something that was... Uh, uh, part of my purpose and so I've embraced it and I am doing what uh, he's he's asked me to do Ah, uh, I see I see what you mean now um, another interesting part about you I mean apart from the fact that you 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 have a Ghanaian British mother uh, your father I'm assuming is from Britain yes he's a Caucasian yeah okay British. he's Brit basically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. So apart apart from that, I don't know if you would agree, but m the music that we make for God is music that is very personal. It is very intimate. And I think um, you often find that, and I don't know if you relate to it with this, but you often find that um, you're writing music that you'll be singing to people, but a lot of that music also ministers to you. Do you often have that experience? That's correct, yes. As a matter of fact, as musicians and writers, I believe that it's, that's where the journey starts, you know, yes. that most people write from that personal space, from that space um, where the song ministers to you before it even gets out there, you know. So, yes, I agree. I agree. Most Most writers have that experience and I do too. Uh, most yeah. of the songs I've written um, have ministered to me, first of all, yeah. uh, you know, because that's that's our personal conviction. It's our testimonies. So, um, you know, it must have the ability to minister to you, yes. uh, I believe, before it gets out there. Out there, yeah, that's a very interesting take. Now, um, if if I'm wrong on this, t on 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 what I'm about to say right now, right, um, you're very welcome to correct me. But I've witnessed within um, Christian music, right, within the gospel community, um, I've witnessed that uh, depending on where you are. Actually, let me rather say it like this: 
you can identify where a gospel artist is from based on their music uh, because of just how influential the music where they come from uh, how it has influenced them for example it's easy to tell south african gospel from Ghanaian gospel from congolese gospel from american gospel um you know as soon as i hear something that's um very hill songy or jesus culturey i know that you are influenced by uh, you know mostly western music um and i say that not in a bad way i think it's very good that and and it tends to just happen that human beings influence each other in that way would you say that um you for example being a person who um is britain but you also right now residing in new york and all the other places and spaces that you've been i imagine that you've probably done performances abroad as well have you found and picked up little elements of um the gospel music around the world and has it influenced the way you perform and the way you write and sing absolutely absolutely um i grew up in ghana so obviously uh my, my Ghanaian culture uh influenced me and believe it or not yeah. i believe that a lot of writers or even musicians are now widely influenced in that when i was a young girl i listened to variety of music like gospel music i i used to even listen to south african music rebecca melope was one of the greatest a uh, gospel musicians i used to listen to oh so, wow yes yes and 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 uh, benjamin dube and and yes, margaret yes. and all these great people so indeed you know um depending on on the experience of of the individual uh, perhaps their cultural their backgrounds you know their experiences but now with internet and and social media i think we are bombarded with the world it's in a mm. global village so you can be in an african uh, country somewhere and and still be listening to uh, hill songs and all the great great um western gospel music you know yes. personally i was influenced um by the cc winers the marvin winers fred harmon darlin sash you know the hill songs you know yes. all this lot of the dawn moments at my time you know and that's about 20 plus years ago um so yes i i do believe that it cuts both ways mm -hmm. so uh depending on on the influence that the person whoever it is has had uh and and their cultural backgrounds in addition to that if the person is also quite open minded and they listen to other music then then your your influence with regard to writing will be much broader you can you can there are some songs you listen to sometimes you can even pinpoint like hmm is this really an african who produced this or it's because <laughs> now it's a global village i mean you know unless the person intentionally wanted to produce a specific you know kind of song within yes. that you know specific genre but uh if not the world has become a global village and and we 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 have the ability now to yeah. connect with yeah. people from, yeah from different places yeah that's a that's a very very good point i mean um the world has become so much smaller but then at the same time very much overwhelming um yeah very overwhelming i mean being able to be exposed to things that happen all over the world and then having yes. to consume all of that information at once 
yeah, <laughs> I both that's love so and hate the time that we live in right now. <laughs> yes, that's so true. That's so, so true. Yeah, exactly. So um, I see that, I mean, apart from you uh, being a worshiper, uh, apart from you just being a minister in terms of music and pastoring as well, um, you also have a uh, pursuit in academics as well. Uh, I do. I okay. Do. Um, and let me correct that. I'm I'm a minister of God, so I don't fully pastor. Okay. I'm, okay. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Professionally, yes. I I work um, uh, with a neo-based consulting firm in in New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's you know the reason I ask that is because often. Um, when you're speaking or listening to a musician and watching them perform, you only imagine them as the the singer that you know who sings. You don't think of them as a holistic human being. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and That's one so of the cool. things I love to do is to sort of like normalize the idea that right. this singer that you love is an actual person. This is a mother. This is uh, a person yeah. who probably works another job, who has other ambitions as well. Um, and I mean, speaking with you, I'm actually quite in awe of how on earth do you even manage to be a musician? And I think it's safe to say that at this stage, you are a global musician to a certain extent, right? Oh, I'm humbled. I'm humbled. <laughs> I, I'm humbled. <laughs> yeah. So tell me. Yeah, yes. go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, so I actually wanted you to tell me a bit about um, this song, uh, A Many. Uh, I think it's featuring Naomi Wesi. That's correct. Um, I, I am, God bless uh, Pastor Naomi. Uh, of course, she's a South African as well. Yes. A Many, uh, which means Amen, is, is a collaboration with uh, my very good friend uh, Naomi Wesi, who is a recording gospel artist from mm -hmm. South Africa. So Amani is a mid-tempo Afrocentric uh, praise song that praises God. And the message in Amani is, is literally my praise report. You know, um, I had been through some personal tsunamis um, in late 2018 into 2019. And come 2020, I had a personal encounter with God and that led me in awe. I was blown away and I couldn't find any other means or ways to say thank you, Lord, God, you're faithful, and that his word concerning our lives is true and amen. You know, so the message in a many is that God is faithful, um, you know, lifting up a new song, as the Bible says, we should sing a new song to him and, and, and lift him up as God and supreme in our lives, you know. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a great song, it's spirit-filled, it's uplifting, it's lively, joyful, it quickens your spirit. Uh, and so it's, it's my prayer that anyone uh, who uh, is able to listen to a man, it's on YouTube, Yes. And that your hope in the Lord will be renewed, uh, your spirit will be quickened and your joy will be restored, that burdens will be lifted and yokes will be broken and the visitation of the Lord will be abundantly clear. That was my testimony. Mm. God had visited me in a very unique way after I had lost so much hope in, 2020, in 2018, late 2020. 
2019, mm. I had lost so much hope. I My life had literally turned upside down. And God just showed me his mercies. And I, I was just blown away. So I decided to, to put pen to paper and share my, my gratitude through a many. Ooh, I, I love that. I really, really love that. It's interesting how, I mean, you call it a, a, a tsunami. I'm, I suppose it's just... <laughs> A way of you summarizing every challenge yes. you've been through during that time, right? Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, indeed, I think I think you it. just gave me a new term. <laughs> mm, personal tsunami. Of yeah. Course we do. yeah, you know, during my tsunami here. years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, uh, given we we have personal tsunamis, you know. Yes some chaotic moments in our lives as Christians that, I mean, it, it literally turns your life upside down. And True. it was one of those. Yes, it was one of those. And I, to be honest with you, my faith was shaken. I was just broken. I was disappointed um, and didn't even know at the point. I mean, someone who love the Lord, my faith had been strong, but that whole experience hit me so much that I was in a place of doubt and, mm. and fear and everything you can, it was, it was a very dark place uh, for me. And God literally showed me his love one more time, his mercies. And I said, wow. Oh, and, wow. and again, it was, it was spoken words that you know, rhema words that I had for years. But, you know, when you go through some of these experiences, sometimes you, if you're not careful, yeah. you, you, would, you would entertain all kinds of thoughts. Exactly. And, and God said, listen, I'm faithful. And my word is yes and amen. And amen. And ah, I love that. Truth to me. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I know for sure that I'm not the only person who can relate to that. Literally, as you were speaking, I was thinking of the the years, I think it's specifically, let's say about one and a half a year, where I was mm -hmm. going through the absolute most. Um, mm -hmm. And then right after that, I think when I hit the point of breakthrough, um, mm -hmm. God and I just became extremely intimate. So I'm very yes. confident that there's a lot of people who absolutely relate to your testimony. Yes. Um, and I definitely encourage our listeners to just go on to YouTube and search for uh, Evelyn Branford featuring Naomi Wesi. Um, and the song title is Ameni. Uh, Ameni, actually, is how we should be saying it. Um, right. And it's not only on YouTube. I'm, I see that it's also available on streaming platforms as well, right? Music streaming That's platforms. Yes. yes, awesome. So we're definitely going to get our hands on it. <laughs> definitely, yes. it will, definitely. It will bless you. It will bless you. Amen is just a gentle reminder to all of our listeners that God's promises are still yes and amen. And Ooh. that he's faithful. He's faithful. I don't know who's listening to me at this point, but listen, guys, if God has spoken to you about something, just hold on to that word. He is faithful. He's a faithful God. He watches over his word to perform. And that the word that has gone out of his mouth will not return to him void, but it would accomplish every single purpose that it was intended to be so hold on hold on i know it's not easy for a lot of people but um if i can have a minute of your time to speak to your hearts and your minds i say hold on 
hold on to God's word. Hold on to that promise. The other day he said something to Sarah and to the point that Sarah had given up hope. But he said, behold, is there anything too hard for me? No, there's nothing too hard for the God we serve. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the God who provides. He's the God who's been with our forefathers and still with us. So whatever he has said concerning your life, please hold on. Don't give up yet. Don't give up yet. He is faithful. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much, Evelyn. Um, I'm, I really, really wish whenever you're in South Africa, we can have you live in studio. Um, and have a more intimate conversation. Uh, but unfortunately, we've run out of time. Um, but thank you so much for joining us tonight, hey? Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it, Given, and I appreciate Pulpit Radio for having me. And to all your listeners, thank you for uh, spending time uh, with us. God bless you. Awesome. Uh, do stay tuned because we still have a lot more in store for you. For now, we're going to take a little bit of a breather and be back right after this.